25 bad songs Hi everyone, welcome to episode 1 of 25 Bad Songs, the first Art in All Its Forms podcast series. I'm Suraj Partha. Thanks for listening. So what is this series? What's going on here? <laughs> well, I figured I'd read to you some of what I wrote in the Art in All Its Forms newsletter on Wednesday. A small side note, if you haven't looked at the newsletter and you'd like to subscribe and read the material I've written and will be continuing to write, go to artinallitsforms.substack.com. All right, anyways, back to what I wrote on Wednesday. Here's what I said. I've been afraid of songwriting, and I've been too afraid to admit it to anyone. There it is. That is a pretty nerve-wracking admission to make, given that I spent four years in music school and currently teach music to students every week. Still, it's completely true. I went into school with a love of music, and a desire to learn and be a better musician. I left with incredible knowledge, lasting relationships, and more proficiency as an artist than I ever had before. I'm beyond grateful. I wouldn't trade that experience for anything. But somewhere along the way, I picked up a parasite. It infected me, little by little. Small thoughts that infiltrated my subconscious until they became fundamental truths of my existence. I didn't play that chorus right. Is my teacher disappointed in me? My friend over there is a much better musician. Oh, that beat's been used a thousand times already. I sound so unoriginal. I'm writing a song that sounds like the 1970s. That's never going to be popular. Damn, I'm a nerd. How relatable can I really be? Who the hell would actually want to listen to this? This song isn't good at all. My music isn't good at all. I don't know if I'm good at this anymore. I stopped writing. I'm aware this isn't a particularly original tale I'm telling. Many artists feel imposter syndrome at various points in their careers. But, frankly, the fact that it's common doesn't make it feel any less demoralizing. The heart of the matter is, I stopped writing music because I acutely felt the constant pressure of trying to sound good. Intellectually, this seems like a relatively simple mistake to correct. Just be free and relax, right? However, it's challenging to eliminate self-judgmental thinking when it becomes a habitual part of your process. When you're always trying to sound good, you simultaneously create artistic ideas out of nothing and judge them back into oblivion. The critic in you holds all the cards. Sounding good forces you to take fewer risks, explore fewer sounds, and ask others for approval. The art begins to box you in, and you feel like you don't have an easy way out. Well, I think I've found my own interesting way out. Since I've been making the mistake of trying to sound good for a while, write good songs, sound good while singing, compose good jazz music, I've decided to go in the opposite direction. Let me introduce you to 25 Bad Songs, a new podcast series from Art in All Its Forms. I'm going to write 25 songs one a week, and I'm going to pay zero, or as close to zero as possible, attention to whether they sound good at the end. Uh, to be clear, this doesn't really mean they won't sound good. Hell, some of them may be wonderful songs, but 
I'm going to do my best not to care. I need to get into the creative flow of writing and stay there more consistently. In the same way that a weightlifter has to do multiple sets and multiple reps per set of a certain exercise to build muscle, I need to write a lot more if I ever want to feel like a competent songwriter. I'm solely interested in coming up with new ideas, executing on those ideas to the best of my ability, and letting go of the final result. I want to be okay with sounding bad again. Now, every podcast episode will be a little different. Sometimes I'll share my thoughts on the writing process or the inspiration and story behind certain songs. Sometimes I'll carefully show you how voice memos and scribbled rough drafts turn into a piece of music sounding a little more complete. Most importantly, I'm always going to be 100% transparent with you. What I liked about the song, what I didn't like, how I'm looking to improve my musical insecurities, everything. I hope it will give you a sense of what an artist goes through when they are working on something but aren't sure of the final result. I genuinely have no idea where this project will take me, but I'm doing it anyway. At the moment, I'm in it for the journey and the fun. <laughs> okay, so that's what I wrote. Hopefully that was a clear introduction to the content I'll be creating for this series. And with all that being said, let's move now to the song I wrote for this week. Technically, I've been writing it for the last two weeks. Uh, it's called Long Distance, and here's a little sneak preview. Watching you float away There's only so much pain I can take Trying to keep it going Even though we're tired of long distance Long distance It's so hard to know if All of it is worth it The long distance Long distance So I, I first thought I'd start with giving you a look at my writing process, but actually I feel like I should offer a disclaimer uh, to this song. I don't know how to say this other than to just basically say, I sometimes feel like I live a pretty boring life. I'm lucky to live at home with my family, I'm in a wonderful relationship with my girlfriend Mora, and I get the chance every day to pursue my interests as an actor, a musician, and an artist overall. Now I definitely find inspiration in my life, but... Sometimes I, I have this weird insecurity that maybe my life is just too boring for pop songwriting. I, you know, I'm, I'm talking a little bit in, in caricatures and, and cliches here, but you know, I've literally, I've never done drugs. Uh, I barely drink. Uh, I haven't had any crazy breakups. I mean, this is, you know, with Mora, this is really one of, like, this is my first long-term relationship, and it's been going pretty great. So sometimes I, I fall into the trap of thinking I have nothing to write about, which of course is ridiculous because you can write other people's stories uh, and you can be inspired by literally anything. And it's actually those like small moments in day-to-day -day life, even the mundane moments that, that tend to be extremely relatable and can make great songs. Uh, but all that being said, like one of the things that I do like to do is to take a little piece of my life and then really embellish it and add a story to it that is mostly fantasy. So this song, Long Distance, is about being in a long-distance relationship and feeling like you're at the end of it, uh, which is not at all what my life is like at the moment. Just to be clear, I, you know, Mora and I have been in this sort of long-distance relationship for about two years now because she's been at Yale studying music and I've been over here in Los Angeles. But 
because of the pandemic, we've actually had the chance to see each other a lot more. She's been in LA and, and I've had the chance to go visit her in New Haven a bunch of times. And I mean, I, I couldn't say anything um, really bad about our relationship at the moment. I'm just, I'm so happy to be with her and, and I love where I am in our relationship. But there are those moments day to day when talking on the phone's a pain in the neck and you wish you could just be right next to someone um, or you know, text messaging, and, and that, that's not a great substitute for the kind of in-person communication and the kind of just being able to hold somebody. Uh, and so I took just a piece of that, just those frustrations, and I thought about making that be the end of a relationship. And all those little pieces are just, they're grinding day after day after day. And by the end of it, the relationship isn't what it, it was before. Um, so that's sort of the inspiration for long distance. And I've always thought about that idea of long distance being somewhat relatable. And so it was a, like a couple weeks ago when the melody sort of popped into my head. Trying to keep it going. It's so hard to focus when long distance, long distance. Oh. That's really all the lyrics I had. And I actually ended up changing that second part of the chorus lyric. Um, but that finally, when I came up with that arc of that being sort of the chorus, I realized, okay, I, I have a song in this. Uh, and then it was just about playing around. And I, I usually play around on the piano. That's my instrument of choice. Although something I'm trying to do in the future is to start writing on different instruments. I've been playing drums for 20 years and I tend to not write songs starting on the drum set, but I probably should. Uh, so anyways, I started noodling around on the piano and came up with something more like this. Pre-chorus idea, I don't know what it's going to be. So we're getting there. Uh, and then the question is about the verses, right? So I'm starting to figure out what the chorus is going to be. And, and now I'm sorting out what's the story going to be, because that's really what I think verses are about. It's just telling the story. Uh, and so I was trying to find some interesting wordplay. I don't know, like, I, you know, sometimes it's like I can be very just caught on the idea of doing something clever, which is not always great, but in this particular case, I, I love the idea of talking in circles. Sometimes that happens like very late at night for one of us. Like sometimes for Mora, it's midnight and for me, it's only nine o'clock and you want to be on the phone with the other person because you haven't talked all day and yet you kind of have nothing to talk about and you're both very tired. And so you just talk in circles. But I, I wanted to turn that into a negative thing so I was trying to find some kind of interesting wordplay, and I came up with talking in circles, feeling in squares. And you know, I don't really know if that lyric actually works, but I did find it clever enough and, and just kind of nice to listen to that I, I left it in the song. Talking in circles, feeling in squares. You say that you love me, but you're not there. I'm just trying to convey the idea that something is off with this. So hence feeling in squares. And then the question is, okay, what is actually this story? 
So you say that you love me, but you're not there. I, I ended up changing that to you're not here, which makes a lot more sense. Uh, and then now the question is, okay, what is actually the story? And so this is where I took a lot from my actual life, right? I, I said, okay, I haven't held your face in a while. Lots of text messages and digital smiles. Opposite coasts for years at a time. Falling asleep without you by my side. Okay. I mean, that. I think that's a good verse. I'm not necessarily happy with every line in that. Some of it seems a little bit overdone or possibly cliche or, or just not specific enough. Falling asleep without you by my side is something that like has been expressed before, um, but it worked very elegantly, and so that's how I left it. So you can see I'm still fumbling with the words, um, but this is how it goes. You just mumble through it, and you you know if you either figure out the melody first, and you figure out what you you know the kind of the notes you're gonna sing, or you figure out the words first. And for me, it tends to be some words come, and then melody comes after that, and then I don't have enough words to like fill in the rest of the notes, and then I just kind of poke at it until I get it. Um, but then on top of that, sometimes something really cool happens. In this case, I wasn't looking for anything in particular, but I did end up randomly stumbling into sort of the central piano arrangement piece that happens in this song that takes you from the pre-chorus to the chorus. So not to get too musically technical, but I was really proud of this part because there's some very nice voice leading happening in the the top voice on the piano that da 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 and that nicely takes us from the pre-chorus right to the chorus and trying to get to that one chord, the G major. Trying to keep it going. So I was really proud of that. And that, of course, now, you know, as you'll hear in the final demo, that makes its appearance many, many times, and it becomes one of the central things that I think ties the whole song together. So, so many things to say, but there's only so much pain I can take. Once I got that, then it was about fleshing everything out. So trying to make the story work from beginning to end. You know, I had a, a songwriting teacher at USC, Jason Goldman, who was also a jazz professor. Um, and he always talked about closing loops. So making sure that there weren't any plot holes in songs. And I, I always really liked that because, you know, he, he talked about songwriting the way you talk about telling any other story. Uh, it's just that in this case, you have four minutes, basically, and you have to tell one story. So you want to try and be specific, get to the point, and be very, very concise and clear. And that's definitely an ideal I strive for and don't always achieve. Uh, but in this case, 
I figured, okay, well, the first verse is kind of setting the scene and the context of being on opposite coasts. And the second verse is going to be just a description of how it feels and sort of the day-to-day experience of that. And then I'm not a particularly great writer of bridges yet, I think. So that's something I definitely want to work on when I write the next 24 songs, I guess. Uh, But in this case, I just wanted to have a really simple bridge that had maybe one line of just thinking about days from the past that were better. And then now pivoting back to the fact that, all right, well, this thing is over. Uh, And that's pretty much the song. You know, it's only two minutes and 30 seconds. That's the final sort of demo that I made. Uh, But you know what? Olivia Rodrigo's got like an entire album of two minute 30 to two minute and 50 second songs. So that's definitely the trend these days with pop songs. Um, (laughs) All right. Anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm vamping at this point. So I give you the finished demo of Long Distance. I haven't held your face in a while Only text messages and digital smiles Opposite coasts for years at a time Falling asleep without you there by my side Watching you float away There's only so much pain I can take Trying to keep it going Even though we're tired of long distance Long distance It's so hard to know if All of it is worth it Long distance Long distance Why do we keep this charade all the time? It's not what it used to be, we're not doing fine Talking in circles, feeling in squares You say that you love me, but you're not here Watching us float away Wish there was something that I could say Trying to keep it going, even though we're tired of With something left here to say Trying to keep it going Even though we're tired of long distance It's so hard to know if All of it is worth it Long distance, long distance There's only so much So there you have it. Uh, I have to say, you know, as far as a, a first song for this series, I'm pretty proud of this one. It sounds relatively cohesive. It seems put together. 
There are lyrics in there that maybe, you know, I'd mess with or, or things that I might change. In general, I feel like I write things that are really pretty and very lyrical. That's not necessarily a bad thing, uh, but I felt that sometimes it boxes me in that I, I tend to write things that sound really nice and are ballad-like. But then at the same time, I, I do want to write things that are maybe more relatable and could end up on Top 40 Radio. That is something that I'd be interested in doing. And, and I don't know if I yet have the skills for that. But in the meantime, I think what I'm doing instead is saying, you know what, instead of trying to write those kinds of songs, what I'm going to do is just use the songwriting muscle more and more and then see what happens. And then, you know, maybe make a pivot or at the same time just sit in the fact that, hey, this is the kind of writing I'm doing right now, and that's okay. In a lot of ways, writing music or writing a play or or really anything creative where you're using your own imagination or your own inspiration and then putting something onto a page or onto a canvas or onto a record, whatever it may be, it's just a statement of where you are at this moment, not necessarily where you want to be in the future or where you have been where you are right now. And so I think as a document of where I am right now with my songwriting, long distance is a, a pretty good place to be. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next week. 25, 25, 25 bad songs. 25, 20, 20, 25, 20, 20, 25 bad songs. Bad. You can subscribe to Art in All Its Forms, the podcast and the newsletter at artinallitsforms.substack.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps. And if you want to send us a question or comments or concerns, uh, please email us at aiaifpod at gmail.com. That's aiaifpod at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening.